Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and the birthday boy, Marcel. I'm Alicia Herter. And I'm Tara Keck. On today's episode, Techno Witches, Witches in the News, and your new favorite emoji spell. My favorite. That's me texting. <laughs> Is that one? Instead of the click, 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 click. Oh, that makes more sense. The like long nail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, in the new-ish tradition, it's still, when is it not new? In a year. I think. Yeah. There's a not year that, of committing. That many episodes in a year of our show. No. It's a lot for me. <laughs> it's a lot for us. <laughs> okay. So I just wanted to read this review from Rocia Fierro. Ooh. She says, love this. That's I was it? like, thank you. No, there's oh. more. <laughs> I was like, oh, short, sweet, to the point. So they say, I started listening to this in May. Now I listen every day during work. Super educational, positive vibes. Does it even feel like I'm at work listening to you guys all day? I finally caught up. I just love it. I feel full in an environment where I finally fit in with these girls, which you do fit in. You are my best friend. Who? (laughs) Who is what? Um, I was asleep, but now I'm awake. Rocia Fierro and I are getting married. Oh, Mm, and it's like one of those like you're marrying your best friend situations but like you don't tell them everything oh you keep some secrets yeah like secret other best friends who you run a podcast with (laughs) (laughs) just say alicia's gripping the table so hard just know where your loyalty lies i know a lot of secrets so how are you ma what's going on i'm good i'm fucking chilling dude like a villain chilling like a villain happy birthday marcel it was on July 6th, so everyone say happy birthday to him because he fucking loves it. Like, all he wants is your attention. What's his Instagram? His Instagram is hi Marcel Perez. Not stoned high, but hello high. I, I originally had thought it was him or sell. Him or sell. See, I do that every time I read it, too. I say him or sell, and, but it's only one M. Mm-hmm. Well, whoops. <laughs> too late. Good branding, Marcel. <laughs> He's welcoming. Maybe it should be hello, Marcel. So I... I have something for you. For me. Is it a pop quiz? It's I'm a, so scared. It's a game. <laughs> Is it a game? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm not prepared. I didn't know. Okay. What is it? It's called... I'm so bewildered and baffled and excited. I put my hair up higher. I'm ready. To be faster? Game face. It's like Ash Ketchum turns around his little hat. (laughs) That was me turning around my hat. Yeah. The game is called Marcel or Chrissy Teigen. Twitter edition. (laughs) (laughs) I have prepared. Oh, my God. Some tweets. You have to. I'm so excited. Okay. You ready? I'm so ready. First one. Okay. Has anyone had a bearded dragon before? 
Tell me your experience, please. I heard they are so kind. Marcel or Chrissy Teigen? Oh, shit. That sounds like something Marcel would say. But I think Chrissy Teigen said it. I don't know how deep. Where are you getting your information from? From both of their Twitters. He has a Twitter? Yeah, My boyfriend has a Twitter? Yeah, he does. I had to ask, too. Fuck. He was like, hell yeah, I do. Of course. I'm very prolific. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you're going with Chrissy Teigen? Yeah. You are correct. Chrissy yes. Teigen, May 12th, 2020. Yes. Curious about bearded dragons. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Next question. Next question. When you're texting me and you ask a question, you don't need two question marks. I saw your first one, unless you're in that much concern. Marcel Perez or Chrissy Teigen? Chrissy's just so like down with the times, you know, like it feels like a Chrissy Teigen thing. She's probably like, why the fuck is my husband, John, just fucking texting me with triple exclamation points? We are in the same house. Question marks. Yeah. (laughs) Just get our cleaning lady to come deliver me the question across the house. (laughs) Come on. All right. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Marcel (gasps) Perez, April 6, 2014. Oh, my God. 2014. That's before. I dug. Wow. Okay. That's longer than I've ever known him. Who knows what he was like back then? Okay. Next. Night thoughts. Cool Ranch hash browns. Marcel Perez or Chrissy Teigen? Cool Ranch hash browns fuck I know Marcel likes them Doritos because it's a point of contention in our relationship because I do not like the Doritos any Doritos yeah not really I'm just like I'm not Mm. down with them I'm not about it either my whole family loves Doritos I'm just I don't what about it it's too messy but not in the fun Cheeto messy and the taste isn't like what I want exactly I just want to know like what I'm getting myself into like a potato chip delicious a Cheeto, delicious. Honey barbecue twist, delicious. Cool Ranch Dorito, disappointing. Hey. Yeah, whatever. If it's at a BBQ, I will get some. But I'm not going to buy any. But that's not the question. That's not the question. The question so. is, Marcel Perez or Chrissy Teigen? But Chrissy Teigen's a foodie. Okay. Chrissy Teigen, she's a foodie. This is like, that sounds like a brilliant food person thing mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. sure yeah you are correct oh thank god chrissy teigen april 30th 2020 thank god i bought her cookbook i was like <laughs> it has to be in there okay next question okay never in my entire life of being a loud latina have i ever been more disrespected than when the student chipotle told me to speak up marcel perez or chrissy teigen marcel perez because chrissy's not latina she's thai that is true because that was Marcel Perez, March 22nd, 2017. Amazing. So that was during a relationship. Two more to go. Two more to go. Why would I ever take the medicine in Animal Crossing? I don't care what I look like to these animals. Marcel Perez or Chrissy Teigen? Straight up Chrissy Teigen because Marcel gives a fuck what he looks like to these animals. <laughs> he, wants to, he gives a shit about what Winnie thinks of him. He would dress his character more times than he would dress himself in a day. <laughs> You're correct. Thank you. I was like, there's no fucking way. April 16th, 2020. Oh, thank God. Okay, this is the last one. Okay. It's it's a little hard. Okay. Okay. This making a murder doc is fucking crazy. (laughs) 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 Marcel Perez. (laughs) Chrissy 
I think the answer is both, honestly. <laughs> it's C. Choose, motherfucker. I'll say Marcel. You are correct. Oh, thank God. January 6th, 2016. Oof. And you are right. This making a murder talk is fucking It was fucking crazy. crazy. It was fucking wild. So you got most of them right. That's good. So happy birthday, Marcel. Happy birthday, Marcel. I mostly know you. <laughs> and I know Chrissy Teigen very well. Really well. <laughs> <laughs> well. That's the real thing that we learned here. Uh, but I like the goss. That's it. That's it. I fucking love that. So what are we talking about today? I don't know. Tara. (laughs) (laughs) I give you the segue. You're supposed to run with it. Instead of yes and. and. Yes and. Yes and. It's um, it's a, I didn't ask to participate. How did I get here? (laughs) Why am I on stage? too high to be on stage. You just cry. (laughs) Please just let me down. Mom! It's like when... It was maybe like David Bowie had Kim Kardashian come up on stage and he was like, dance. And she was like, I don't dance. (laughs) And so she just like moved her body a little with like no effort into it and then embarrassedly like got off the stage. No. She was like, I don't, I don't do that. That would be the end of me. Oh, me too. But she has like a billion dollars. Yeah. Or almost a billion dollars. So I think it's okay in that instance. Mm Mm-hmm. And if she really was embarrassed, she could just hire a publicist to, like, raise her image. Um, or just tell her mom. That's that's true. Yeah, just call your mom. If I called my mom, she would embarrass me. <laughs> if I called Kris Jenner, no one would ever embarrass me again in this town. And you'd come out of it with a fucking perfume line. Fuck yeah. No, really. So what we're talking about today, Marcel picked this one. Our fan favorite. Yes. Marcel Perez. Friend producer, of the pod. Friend of the pod. So... Techno witches, also known as cyber witches, cyber pagans, and techno pagans. So, what are these things? Okay, so I want you to like take a deep breath. I want you to enter your metaphysical mindset. Okay. Okay. We're visualizing, we are accepting. So, if you accept that energy is all around us, Mm -hmm. if you accept that magic is the weaving of a pattern of energy, okay. If you accept that individuals may have the ability to weave these patterns, can you accept that the energy within your electrical devices can also be manipulated? Can I personally accept this or can the person accept it? Can you, I guess... I'm imagining everyone creating blankets, by the way. Oh, yeah. They're like... Blankets of magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll yes and. Let's see what... Let's see what rabbit hole this is. <laughs> so... Um, there was sort of like this common question coming up when I was doing research, which is, are techno witches just like magical computer coders? Oh. Which is going to come up later. Techno witches, and I feel like a lot of other types of witchcraft, like you're starting with like this base Mm -hmm. of like archetypes or symbols, objects that symbolize something, and then you can take that base, kind of color code it, and skin it however you want. Does that make sense? So like there's you know, water, ocean witches, mm-hmm. there's like, you know, psychic witches, they all use different tools, but at their base level, those tools serve the same purpose. Mm, they're trying to achieve the same thing. Yes. Okay. So it seems to be like a fairly fluid practice because technology and interconnectedness changes so quickly that you kind of have to like stay on your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, certain gods seem to lend themselves well to techno-pagan rituals. The first one I found was the West African trickster Loa named Legba. 
um, who was brought over during the transatlantic slave trade by Yoruban captives. Hmm. Like other West African gods, he was integrated into the Catholic pantheon of saints. I mean, we talked about that in the voodoo zombie episode. Uh, yes. And he seems sort of similar to Hermes. Rules like messages and gateways, but also rules crossroads. So he's often invoked at the beginning of rituals with people that use Loa in that way. Oh. Then there's also Indra's net, which I kind of feel like a little weird about because I saw it some places. I'll talk about this in a second. But So Indra's net, the Indra Jala, is described as an infinitely expansive net of cords. And at each vertex, which is like the meeting point of all those cords, is a jewel. And within each jewel is an infinite reflection of all the other jewels. Just very like Yayoi Kusama infinity room. Yeah. You lost me at vertex and brought me back with jewels. <laughs> I was like, okay, math, 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 math. Shiny. Oh, excuse me. Shiny. Gems. Hell yeah. Diamonds. I am ready. I'm here for this. So, like I said, I have a couple issues with this one because in some texts, the Indrajala was supposed to be a metaphor for sunyata, which is like emptiness and void. Mm-hmm. And then once it transitions to Buddhism, especially like Huayan Buddhism, Indra's net becomes more like the interconnectedness of the universe. It hangs above us and like connects us all. And it's like infinity, but it's also like... So it's like taking acid, right? Yes, but only I, in the Buddhism one. Because oh. in the other one, it's like taking heroin. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I would say be careful with this one unless like you're already connected to Hinduism heroin. or Buddhism. Or oh. I mean, heroin, I can't tell you what to do. Yeah, I don't you know. Don't follow the law. Yeah, I, I don't know about that one. So techno-pagans can imagine it as a way to be between worlds. Words shape everything there and are at the same time little bits of light, pure ideas, packets, and no space transferring everywhere with incredible speed. If you regard magic in the literal sense of influencing the universe according to the will of the magician, then simply being on is magic. Now, the power of magical objects and tools come from their roles as a symbol. We talked about that before, like the role of the chalice can be, you know, silver chalice or it can be like live laugh love wine glass my favorite wine glass the classic book of shadows could be a thumb drive of shadows a google drive of shadows a wand could be a laser pointer a mouse a stylus the altar which i thought was interesting is you can set up your desk and computer right with like alignment but you can also set up your desktop like the digital space and also like on your phone yeah i saw that like an easy intention spell you can do is change your password to your laptop or phone to something positive you want to embody or attain oh i love that and then that can even be like a monetary amount just put in like a million dollars that's <laughs> that's my password from now on Jesus fucking Christ. it can be an emotion or state or even like a personality trait like confidence 69 <laughs> it had to be <laughs> it's hard to be confident when you're 69 so close to my butt keep it together i get really nervous <laughs> i get really nervous at i'm gonna fart that's fair it's like i'm like oh it's totally gonna happen and that makes you because you're clenching and then that makes you have to just yeah like, just like let it loose blast off <laughs> Right in their face. And away you go. <laughs> Through the window in your shame. <laughs> so, but, but the big one for um, Technopagans seems to be the emoji spell, or at least contemporary Technopagans. That is so funny to me. 
right? That I'm, this is like technopagans zero zero one one blah blah blah. And then it's like, okay, but like, which smiley do I want to choose? <laughs> it has intention. It has intention. When you get down to it, emojis are pretty perfect for witchcraft as they're an easy, reusable, portable symbol that can mean any number of things. And there's such a wide range of emojis these days. Like they're adding more and more every day. We got like a sexy horse. We've got oh, that yeah. orangutan now. So you can use them for almost anything. So how do they work? You can charge them with likes and you can cast them with reblogs or reposts. You can also put them as your phone background or send them to friends to cast. I was wondering if you could just send it between people. I think that's like a way of posting, I suppose. Oh, that makes sense. And then if you send it through Messenger and you like it, does that charge it? Or do you, as the sender, have to like it in your message? Do I, a 57-year-old woman who likes my own posts... Am I charging it on my own or does it have to be charged by someone else's life? I have no idea. <laughs> this I don't know. And then it's like, okay, if you have multiple accounts, can you like... Can you just go all in? <laughs> and if you buy a bunch of bots online, who knows? Yeah. I don't know where the energy comes from. From Russia. <laughs> Probably. Probably. That's it. So the gulag. The gulag. You said that like three times in our last episode. And I was like, it sounds cool every time she says it. So generally speaking, the more you focus on and look at your emoji spell, Mm -hmm. the more magnified your intention will become and the more likely your spell is to be successful. Okay. Now, when you're creating emoji spells, because you can find them all over the internet, but if you want to create your own, it seems that most emoji spells are symmetrical. That makes sense. Which sort of like led me down this rabbit hole about divine symmetry. (laughs) It would. So during the numerology episode, we talk about sacred numbers, divine numbers, powerful numbers, 11, 11, 22, 33, and certain offshoots of divine symmetry refer to the numbers 3, 6, and 9 as numbers that govern the universe on a quantum level. Are you ready? Okay. So here's the fucking proof that they gave. I'm so ready. If you add all the sides of a polygon, you will always get the number 9. What? So triangles are 180 degrees. 1 plus 8 plus 0 is 9. If you take a square, which is 360 degrees, 3 plus 6 plus 0 is 9. If you take an octagon, which is 1,260 degrees, 1 plus 2 plus 6 plus 0 is 9. No! So guess what? What? Chicken butt. I don't fucking know. (laughs) I didn't have it, but that was a very pregnant What does it mean? So your spell doesn't have to... Be symmetrical, because there's plenty online that are not symmetrical, but you can definitely use numerology and symmetry as a tactic for creating them. Okay. Also, it seemed to me that the center of emoji spells tend to hold like the crux of the intention of the spell. So the center, I would say, like direct center, very important. And then on either side of that, also very important. And then the end ones seem to be more like flare. Oh, okay. So we can get rid of those. Cut to the chase a little. Yeah. Okay. And then a few more thoughts um, on like like to charge, post to cast. Chain letters apparently no. have come back since quarantine. Well, yeah, I got one from my grandparents. You did not. I did. Wait, on co- like a copy or an email? An email. Would you read it? Oh, it is not interesting. What did John and Marg say? Were they just like, God will bless you. What is love? Ask some kids a wonderful read. It's long because okay. it's a chain mail. But it's it, but the idea is like, okay, if you send it to this many people. Now it, take 60 seconds and send this to five other people. 
P.S. Five is good, but more is better. Oh, God. So this person's so powerful. This also, I think, has a connection to, have you seen the stuff on Instagram or Twitter that's like, repost the money dog and you will get like $500. No, is this Tumblr? This is, I mean, it started on probably like fucking Gaia online or shit like that. But like, <laughs> or like um, 4chan. So I think that this idea that collecting more eyes on a digital collection of zeros and ones has power mm. is like a lot older than we think it is. That's so crazy. So, yeah. So there are a lot of spells apparently with code. And so this blows my mind because I don't fucking understand code. I don't know what they're talking about. The code ever. like HTML? Like So all of them, like C, C++. Are they even called that? C++? What a name. JavaScript, whatever code. And so I guess techno witches can be super into writing their spells just in code, which I don't know what that means. I remember how to like those things where you chose a different MySpace background. Yeah, yes, yes. But and you then, can definitely hide stuff in that. Yeah, and people could like change a few things. So I guess it would be kind of similar to that. But I read that it is advised for witches who don't understand code to not use already made spells in code that they find on the internet because you never know what's actually in it. Exactly. So these are for our, our super intelligent, computer savvy witches to do, not not the rest of us, you guys. No. We can go to the garden. <laughs> go to the sea. Just go to the kitchen. But I cannot get a cup of joe at the JavaScript. Yeah, no. No, no, no. But I think that would be so interesting if you're just like, do, 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 going my own way, gonna copy this code, and then like all of your Apple devices crash. Jesus fucking Christ. You're just like, no. Russia comes through your it's fucking like computer. The, the whole fucking <laughs> the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> um, and something further into this idea of using coding with spells is to write a spell with code and like run it in the background of your computer or server or Raspberry Pi, whatever you have. And you would do that so you could schedule when the spell occurs, like every hour or during a phase of the moon. I don't know how to do it. If you guys haven't understood already, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> this is completely baffling to me. Um, and other things you can do is, like you mentioned, the USB sticks and hard drives. And you can put your spells and stuff on there. But apparently, you can carry around your USB stick. And it's kind of the same thing as carrying around a crystal. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So instead of just having one rock for, like, confidence, you can have, like, a whole fucking ledger of different spells and shit on this to, like, bring you confidence or whatever you're trying to get from your usb oh, stick that's brilliant and also like so fucking um utilitarian accessible, accessible to people that can't spend a bunch of money also talking about our baby witches they can't talk about mm -hmm. you know they they're not allowed to have crystals they're not allowed to have sort of you know occult things and soon they won't be allowed to have usb sticks i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so for this you could just like even be like, oh, I need, I don't know, some random plant, sage. You could save pictures of those things onto your USB stick and then use that as part of your magical practice as well. Bonkers. I know. So crazy. God, these witches are so smart. They're so fucking smart. We're going to save so much money. I'm just going to take pictures of shit and sell it online. 
Here, you can have a picture of my sage I don't use because I recognize that it's not okay to have. Fucking Patreon goal. We have our little USB <laughs> stick of <laughs> witch spells. <laughs> All right, let's write it down, though. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. For $500, we'll give out USB sticks. Um, I think the yeah. only thing I have left in here is that a lot of the articles I read were like talking about guides, like what kind of guides... And one of them I read was that um, that the spirit guide for techno witches is Google. And I felt like maybe I should text you and tell you we shouldn't do this. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> Google is too powerful. We can't do this. Google runs on witchcraft. So how did this start? How we get here? How did we get here? Why are we here? So the first article that I read included this statement. Okay. Mm-hmm. That techno-paganism can include the belief that technological items and artifacts of modern living, such as buildings, roads, parks, cars, and other such items, have pseudo-spirits or totem spirits of their own. This is why I always name my car. Oh, you have to. You have to. One belief that faces substantial objection is that the internet itself is attaining a unique spirit. What does that mean? That as the internet, as a... structure so like you have all of these fucking servers and they make up the internet and there's oh. the cords that go underneath the ocean i don't even ocean. want to think about there's it. these huge fucking cords that go underneath the ocean they're like as big as this table what about the whales yeah well the whales i'm out. gonna throw my laptop out i don't need this <laughs> that like as the internet ages it's becoming not tulpa s but like it is gaining a spirit mm. and it's gotten awry yeah and i'm, I'm like y'all put too many bots online that go crazy and they say crazy racist shit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But there was like this little bit of text at the bottom of that paragraph that was like, it is the stated objective of the creator of VRML to bring about the merging of the spiritual world with the physical world. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Who is the cre- Is this God? <laughs> what is this? I really hope not. Because he lives in San Francisco. Oh, no. So VRML, pronounced VERML, is an acronym for a virtual reality modeling language. It was a filing format for 3D models that came out in 1994. So we were babies. I was a child. It was replaced by this thing called X3D in 2001, but one of the creators, Mark Pesk, was thinking about the unity of spirituality and computer science from the very beginning of basically modern computers. He's a visionary. So the first article I found was on memex.org, which is a website that looks like it was made in 1994. Amazing. It's worse than the Space Jam website. Have you ever seen the Space Jam website? No, is it spacejam.com? I think just Google Space Jam website. I don't know. I might it might be a dot .net situation. Oh, it was a spacejam.com. Stellar souvenirs. Junior Jam. What's Junior Jam? Kids, much await you here in Looney Tune land. Click oh. on the different parts of the picture above for lots of fun and games. Neat stuff to look at. Click on these photos to see fucking just pictures from the movie. <laughs> fun games. Fun games. Oh my God, this is so crazy though. Look at this. Yeah, it looks worse. It's worse than that. Oh my God. I remember when the internet just used to be this and we were like, ha ha ha, the internet. And then it like destroyed our livelihood. And our governments. And our governments. Our families, our friendships, everything. Tell me more. So Memex.org did an interview with Mark when he spoke about how he started to realize the importance of what he calls the Gaian body when he was making virtual planetary models of Earth. And people would 
see it and cry. What? So he says in this article, my own understanding is that if that unity, and he's talking about like the interaction between digital and human space is like unity, Mm -hmm. has no place for spirituality or the sacred representation of the self, you are dehumanized because you cannot represent the full range of who and what you are. The sacred is that which grounds the world. The place for being in the world is the sacred place. Without place for being, you cannot be in the world. So what he's saying is Mm -hmm. how the world makes space for the human element of being, especially when your world is like increasingly more digital made out of like zeros and ones, you have to consciously leave room for the spirit because the spirit is what makes the biological alive. Like we like to think of ourselves as like, we're like biological computers and like, you know, feelings are just chemicals, but like there's living and then there's like the experience of living mm. and what it means to live. So when I Google this Mark- This is fucking deep, yo. It's really, yo. it gets wild and then it gets silly and you're going to love the silly. Okay, I'm so ready for the silly. So then I Googled Mark Pest scandal to make sure he didn't get like into a Me Too situation (laughs) (laughs) or like for saying anything racist and I couldn't find anything but you know I'm not saying it didn't happen but then this other article came up from Wired which is the longest thing I've ever read so in this article Mark literally calls himself a technopagan Um, he says that magic is the art of engineering consciousness and discovering the virtual forces that connect the body and mind with the physical world and technopagans suspect that these occult old ways can provide some handy tools and tactics in our dizzying digital environment of intelligent agents and virtual databases. So he holds the belief that from the beginning of communication and imagination, humans have been working through the fabric of like this interface, this Mm -hmm. imagination interface. And all religions create these internal storehouses and mental tools. Okay. And that cyberspace is the newest gateway to astral projection. Ah, okay. So he also talks about how so often the spiritually minded like to view technology as like something that's separate or at odds with our practice so it's like science computers like that's not very witchy but techno pagans are saying like no like these walls that you build up around the universe aren't serving anyone and that this is where we as humans are right now so if this is our natural progression as a species we should view it as an asset okay i can get behind that kind of argument that makes sense to me and then he held a cyber sawin ritual were there pumpkins? Bitch, they are pumpkins! Oh, I love pumpkins! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Okay. So this is very silly. And you could tell at the beginning of the Wire article, the guy was like excited about meeting this man, like the man, right? The author of the article. Uh-huh. And then later, he's just like, what the fuck did I get into? <laughs> Amazing. So Mark holds this event at this place called Joe's Digital Diner. Aww. Which is a technoculture performance art space. And he says, he says... Okay. That he's going to hold this talk about the World Wide Web. Excellent. So what he said, what Mark calls the mundanes, which I believe is like a term for muggle Oh my thing. God. Okay. He says that the mundanes walk into this space and it's decorated with pumpkins and swords. Ah! It's dark. <laughs> it's spooky as fuck. <laughs> the visitors come in and the members of Mark's coven close the door behind him. It's, um, his coven's entirely made up of gay men in San Francisco. Oh my God. That's even better. So they cast a circle, but instead of candles in the four cardinal directions, they set up four 486 PCs connected to Ethernet cables. So those 486 PCs are those big, like, khaki boob tube from the 90s computer monitors. I'd be so scared in this situation. They're, like, letting off light. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, it's going to take my soul. Fuck yeah. 
So in the article, he says, Pesh is attempting to link old and new, and his setup points out the degree to which our society has replaced air, earth, fire, and water with silicone, plastic, wire, and glass. None of those sound breathable or drinkable. No. <laughs> but a lot of it sounds... Chemical. Chemical and... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Flammable. Flammable, yes. So these computer monitors are like facing inward to this circle, mm -hmm. and they're giving off a faint glow while they're running a modeling program called Worldview. Now, the ritual circle mirrors the one that Mark will create in the room. So it's an ornate altar that's standing on a silver pentagram splayed okay. like a magic carpet over a digital space. There are four multicolored polyhedrons representing all the elements, and they hover around in a circle. And then there's a fifth element that's spiked and metallic, which he calls the chaos sphere. And so <laughs> this is the best thing ever. This is my favorite thing. Okay, I'm so excited. So one of Mark's coven members leads the group through mantras. It doesn't say in the article what the mantras are. And out walks naked exotic dancers painted head to toe with snakes and flying eyeballs. And then the article says that Mark races around the room manifesting, chanting, Welcome maiden mother crone to the north that is your throne. If we have set your altar here, come to circle, now be here. He's racing. He's running. Oh, my gosh. This is like a coven I could not be a part of. It's too active. This is the, well. It, it's too physical. It's acting. It's act. It, one, we're acting. I do not like that. And two, yeah. And I would just be like. Two, I, would, I don't want to sweat. No. Running? No. no. Racing? No. No, no, and no. And it sounds hot in there with a lot of monitors. Oh, yeah. And it's like. Is that bad for your eyesight, too, right? Yeah, super like, bad. So this is like the last quote from the article um, that I felt like was relevant because I then got into sort of like not alt-right but like far-right computer paganism. Far-right computer paganism. What does that even mean? I think it's like just anonymous okay. situation. 8chan linking itself to Satanism but not like the fun kind. Oh, okay. Um, so this article says even if magic is only a metaphor, then we must remember how metaphoric computers have become. Interfaces and online avatars are working metaphors, while visualization techniques use hypothetical models and colorful imagery to squeeze the information from raw data. And what is simulation but a metaphor so sharp we forgot it's not a metaphor. Deep, Mark. Deep. I know. Fucking delicious. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's like if you, again, accept that energy is all around us, if you accept that that energy can be manipulated and that humans can manipulate it, if, you know, the next natural progression of human life is through, like, this digital electrical space, how is it not a possibility to find magic in that space? So anytime the AOL dial-up tone happens, like an angel sprouts its wings, some mm -hmm. kind of shit like that? Yeah. Every time you turn on the Pizza Hut pizza tracker... Anytime I watch my seamless order. Yes. Some magic is happening. It's manifesting. <laughs> fucking meal. Seamless keeps fucking up for Marcel and he's so mad about oh, it. Oh no. But maybe he's just not manifesting correctly. He doesn't want it enough. He really doesn't want our food to arrive on time. And that's a that's a problem for all of us. That is. Yo, so I did like a little bit of research on online covens, which is not crazy. 
you brought out like the whole buffet and I'm like some side dish that no one actually wants to eat. I'm like the broccoli. Oh no, I love the broccoli. Here's the broccoli information. So some online covens that I found, one was called spellsofmagic.com. And so pretty easy. You click on the tab that says groups and multiple covens come up. You can only join one coven. And I know this because I went into their group chat and asked, well, first you have to complete questions to make sure you're like, not going to harass the group. You answered questions? Like a Facebook group. Like a Facebook group, kind of. But it was like... Like ants. Agree or disagree. Like the ants group. Lift. And guess what? I missed one. It <gasps> said, put disagree on purpose. And I'm just... It was like 10 fucking questions. And so then it banned me from this chat room for two hours. And I was like, yo, that's fair. If I were going to come harass people, I would give up after two hours. Oh. That's fucking crazy. So I had to wait two hours to ask my fucking question. So they say you can join one coven of the group. There's multiple groups. You create a profile. You make a username. And it looks like no one uses their actual names because the internet is a very scary, apparently magical place. So (laughs) we don't come with our names unless it's LinkedIn and we need a job. Spells of Magic was created in the mid-90s and the website like kind of looks like it. So it's very nostalgic. That's probably the witchcraft working as well. You know, that nostalgia. No. Okay. Question though. Yes. Answer. All of these fucking techno-pagan witchcraft sites Mm -hmm. look like they're made in 1998. No one updates. Why? If you're a fucking techno-pagan, how do you not have like the latest fucking WordPress? Maybe it'd be like too much work. I don't know. Or is it that like... Like they got in on the ground floor and now if they like switch over, they'll lose everything or something like that. That's kind of what I'm assuming. Or it's just like... (sighs) Is it just old people? Maybe. Older people. Like people that are like, were 25 in 1990? When the internet was new. Yeah, and so that would make them 45, 50? Yeah. Now? And they're like, I don't know how So to. they're like, I have a fucking family, a full-time job, I'm running this coven, you want me to update my fucking website? All right. <laughs> okay. Bandwidth? We don't have the money we for that kind of bandwidth. We don't have the bandwidth. I don't have a tube running across the ocean just for you. <laughs> Well, if you are a real witch, (laughs) Samantha, you fucking would. So of the covens you can join, there's spellcasters, teen witches, Christian Wiccans, elemental magic. The list goes on and on. And one of my big questions was like, how do you even choose one? And I honestly think I figured out my own question. So not every group. So most groups, it'll say who the high priestess or the council members are. It'll say their username. And so if you do digging on like, who those people are, you can kind of get more of a vibe of like, oh, yes, I think I would enjoy being in this group versus, no, the things you practice here are very scary. Oh, no. And I don't know how to code. So I am out. So one of the profiles I read, it said that most people were stupid. So I was like, okay, I'm probably not going to be in your coven. And they went on to say, I like population control as a way to stop stupid people from breading. Breading. They didn't spell breed correctly. Stupid. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a sassy ass bitch who dies on the inside every time there's a misspelled text. So, although most people can be stupid, I can't agree with that. You can't say that and then not spell check your own bio. So, I think reading through people's profiles is the most helpful way to figure out like what kind of online coven you want to be a part of. 
Um, also, I have no idea if it's full of bots or not, because a lot of my conversations I had in that chat were like very weirdly one sided where I'd be like, what would I say? Stuff like, oh, do you find a sense of community here? And then the answer is, I love my coven. <laughs> OK, either that's a bot or like a fucking 14 year old girl trapped in a basement, like being watched by <laughs> trying to get new recruits. Just like, please, I cannot go in the hole again. If I get two people to come in here by the end of the month, I get to see the sun. Oh, my God. So, yeah. OK. In that case, everyone just join. Like, fuck it. Please. Please. Another one I saw was covenlife.co. And the website's archive looks like it goes back to 2015, but no one actually knows when it was created because they don't say. And they give like daily posts under their coven tab. And there's protective sigils or casting spells for the full moon. And then they also had a school of witchcraft classes for baby witches who are interested in serious in the craft. And it does cost some money, but it's more like 40 or $50. And apparently that money covers all lessons, coven gatherings, open chats, and one-on-one help with the coven elders. And then I was just kind of like, are online covens and also coven covens like sorority and fraternity houses? Because you do have to pay dues for some, right? We're not in coven, so we don't know. I bet you do. So you're just like rushing? Oh, my God. I never put this together until I was doing this research. And I was like, huh. Do you think that they're, okay, the answer is yes, most definitely. But like covens (laughs) that like fucking hate each other? That there are what? Covens that hate each other. Rival covens? There has to be. I want to know about those. I know. I want that goss. So if you, listener, have $40 lying around... Maybe you can try it and report back to us about how you become such a powerful witch and why you recommend your online coven. I don't know if I have the follow through to do it. I don't think I have the funds to do it or yeah. the time to spend getting to know any new people right now. At this point, we have still not arrested the police officers for Brianna Taylor's murder. So, or Elijah McLean. So, okay, these were the online covens I found on the first page of Google. So consider going into the forbidden second and third pages when you're like, I want to join an online coven. What does that look like for me? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure they're, they're still out there, but I was scared. So I stay first page only. Yeah, it's like once I get deep enough, even when I was looking at that divine symmetry stuff, I'm like, hmm, that, that sounds a lot like Nazi talk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't trust most of these fucking gods. Exactly. First Baby page witches, it's just you. I only trust you. Yeah. No, I agree. So that was my research. That is the broccoli I brought to this feast. I love the broccoli. Thank you. Then it's nutrients. Mm. Mm. It's flatulence. It, oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. Zip. Papa Tums. <laughs> I pop Tums. Like, I don't even know what Adderall. Do people pop Adderall a lot? I pop Tums. Like, it should be my daily multivitamin. (laughs) (laughs) Like, mmm. And goodbye stomach acid. So this techno witch world honestly just seems wild. And it was also, for on my end, difficult to find a lot of research about it. I don't know if you ran into the same problem That was a big thing. It was like, I probably only had like five sources. Mm -hmm. Most of my stuff came from that Wired article or like Mark Pesk. Pesh. Pesci. Pesci. Who Dude, knows? what if it's Pesci and I'm going to feel really bad? Um, <laughs> just say Pesci like 10 times and then cut it out and just place it over. Pesci. 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 Um, 
that covered it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I even downloaded TikTok because I was like, oh, yeah, there has to be something on here. And I was very surprised that I didn't see a lot about techno witch specifically. Mm-hmm. Like you can like people doing spells or like send TikToks of other people doing spells. And maybe that'd be part of this whole cycle of energy and cleansing and grounding and emitting energy I don't know mm-hmm. but I was very surprised that it wasn't like here's our little techno witch corner plus I mean I'm a millennial so maybe I just don't know how to use TikTok oh no it's not vine it's not it's just not vine <laughs> yeah oh very interesting I'm not sure if this is my witchcraft there were a lot of numbers a lot of words like uh polyhedron a lot of like buzzwords like that that really like turn me off. Like, like nine. Nine. <laughs> like the number nine. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Well, baby witches, if if you have any experience with this, we would love to hear from you, but please do it within the next couple of days so we can put it on our Instagram and have it be relevant. <laughs> Six months later, the one techno pagan crawls out from the hall. <laughs> And is like, I have found the information. And also, here's a picture of my cat familiar. It's probably like everyone who, like, not everyone who Bitcoins, but people who are more into, like, Bitcoin and even, like, the dark web. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe the techno magic is more flowy in those areas. That makes sense to me. Yeah. It makes sense to me, too, but I'm still doubting what I'm saying. This is my, that's my hypothesis. (laughs) which is in the news oh hey 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 girl well welcome to the witch corner we're just two girls hanging out nothing about the internet not nothing about the internet this week i mean i found all these on the internet so i guess everything's about the internet well if you're listening to this podcast on a device it's the internet yeah are you you're listening to us through zeros and ones. No, I'm out. Yeah, I was about to fucking quit, and she quit first. She walked away. Goodbye. Oh, my Zip. God. How far? <laughs> she zipped her pants back up to go to the real world. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm back. All right. Let's fucking get into it. Studio Ghibli's Aya and the Witch movie. Is oh. the first thing we're talking about today. One, it has witch in the title. Super relevant. <laughs> Hayao Miyazaki's company, Studio Ghibli, announced that it will be releasing a new movie called Aya and the Witch, which is based on the 2011 book called Earwig and the Witch. They were like, people not going to watch this movie if it's not. If it's named Earwig? No. Miyazaki's son, Goro Miyazaki, directed the movie, which will be entirely CG, computer graphics. So I guess this is some zeros and ones and shit happening (laughs) over here. And this will be their first feature film to be completely CG. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I remember they were very anti that for a while. I mean, someone's probably like dying on the inside. Yeah, Hayao Miyazaki. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps retiring. He keeps coming back. We never know. Let your son ruin your company. Exactly. Although little is known about the plot of I Am the Witch, the book it's based off of is the story of Earwig, an orphan girl with a poor first name, living in St. Morwald's Home for Children. She's adopted by a woman named Bella Yaga, who you guessed it, turns out to be a terrible witch that brings Earwig to live in her spooky home full of weird supernatural items. 
And with the help of a talking cat, Earwig must use her wits to survive. Amazing. I love it. I love it. It's like Mary and the Witch's Flower meets Kiki's Delivery Service meets... What else is there? Probably just Spirited Away. The the Witch. The Witch meets the Witch. Studio Ghibli co-founder and producer Toshio Suzuki said this about Aya and the Witch. If Pippi Longstocking is the story of the world's strongest girl, Aya is the story of the world's smartest girl. Aya is cheeky, but somehow cute. I hope she is loved by many types of people. Oh, I love Which I was like, oh. Aya and the Witch was announced as one of four animated film selections for the 2020 Cannes Film Festival, which had to cancel its in-person events because of coronavirus. But the film will premiere this winter in Japan. Oh, yay. Yay. All right, next up. Woman and two daughters thrashed for being a witch. The meat. In India, seven distant relatives attacked a 42-year-old woman and her two daughters, aged 12 and 17, for believing the woman was a witch. The relatives showed up to the woman's farm with sticks and axes and began attacking her. Jesus, axes? I know. So the armed men believed the woman to be a witch and accused her of causing problems in their families. They said that other family members and cattle were dying due to a spell this woman must have put on them. As the men were physically assaulting her, the woman's daughters came to her aid, but then they were beaten by the men as well because they're 12 and 17 with good hearts. The woman's mother-in-law sounded the alarm, and as the relatives left, they told the woman that she better put an end to the witchcraft or else they would kill her and her daughters. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. The woman and her daughters were all immediately rushed to the nearest health center and are in stable condition. Amar Puwar, who is an officer that is investigating the crime, said the families also had some old issues pertaining to a piece of land in the village that they are investigating that direction. So witchcraft is like code word for inheritance or land rights. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking yeah. typical. Exactly. All seven assaulters have been booked under unlawful assembly, punishment for rioting, rioting armed with a deadly weapon, voluntarily causing hurt, intentional insult with intent to provoke breach of peace, and criminal intimidation. So that's the update. So hopefully they get jailed and bye. I don't know. It's sad, but it's good to be aware of. Good just to know. Knowledge is power. Here we go. Last one. The bread. Thank you. Rye, white, whatever you want. Looking for something to read this summer without really wanting to read a lot? Look no further. Witch Light by Jesse Zabarski is a YA graphic novel about queer witches. And here's the description. Lelik is a witch. That's all Sanja knows when she meets Lelik in the marketplace. But Lelik is hiding something. And as her life begins to intersect with Sanja's, all those secrets start to come to light. Secrets, friendship, and magic all come together as Leelik gets closer and closer to uncovering the truth about her past, ellipses. Witchlight is filled with friendship, family, falling in love, and dealing with the hardest pieces of your past. The hardest ones? The hardest ones! Fucking, I have so much gravel in my past. (laughs) Sounds like Witchlight is about needing a therapist and Mm -hmm. moving on. But it's now available at a bookstore near you or, go, or by going to penguinrandomhouse.com. Nice. Boom. Queer witches out there. They going. They making things. Things are happening. I'm about that. And that was our very 
So much shorter than last time's, which is in the news. Oh, goodness. At some point, I want it to be bullet points in the news, and I'll just only read the headlines, and then you're just left wondering. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have our spell to do, which I believe was a Marcel Perez discovered spell. Yes. Right? Marcel Perez found this spell. Oh, my gosh. For his birthday. Whose fucking podcast is this? It's his today. It is his. Happy cancer season, everyone. You get whatever you want, you kind-hearted little babies. So this is from Spell Chased, and it's an emoji spell to attract prosperity and financial abundance and the necessary opportunities to achieve it. Likes to that post, specifically charged it, reblogs cast it. So this is what you're going to text your best friend, and they're going to think you're a psycho fucking idiot, but you're going to do it anyway. And it is the star. How many stars are there? Let me get my little keyboard out. All right, let me get Tara's thing out. So if I send it to her, it's not embarrassing. Okay, so it's the stars, but it's the one with the three stars. Yeah, it's like the glittery stars. The glittery stars. We got the the little plant. Little sprout. The sprout, yeah. He's like, (gasps) that's the noise, I think. Yeah. Um, We've got a diamond. Beautiful. We got the cash of money with the wings. Flying money, yeah. Flying money. And then we have the diamond, little sprout. And the three glitter stars. So okay. got that? Glitter star. Whee! Sprout. Diamond. Flying cash money. Diamond. Sprout. Whee! F- faster. Faster. <laughs> and then three stars. Glitter stars. Does that fucking make sense, you guys? I don't fucking know. <laughs> did you get that? Do you like, did, are you glad that you stayed to the end? Are you, ha- are you happy with how you spent your Wednesday? So it attracts prosperity and financial b- abundance. So if I were you, I'd just fucking do this to my friend all day. Oh, man. I hate looking for emojis, though. Yeah, it's not a good time. Also on Apple, like on Google phones, you can like type in what emoji you're looking for and it pops up faster. On Apple phones, you just have to swipe unless I am using the phone incorrectly. Hold on. Diamond. Where is? I'm looking for Little Sprout. Little Sprout. Diamond. diamond is an object, so that's where like the little diamonds, money flying, flying money is next to the diamond. diamond. Yep. Okay, then you go to your recent. Yes. Because it's all little sprout symmetrical. There. Boom. Gotcha. Boom. Boom. Sent it. Oh fuck! <laughs> I gotcha first. <laughs> we sent like, it at the same time. Like. Oh yeah, like. Like. Did you just like your own? Fuck yeah, I did. What about mine? How old do you? I just got yours. Oh okay. So I should like mine too. Really powerful. All right, let's see what happens. This is the first time we've, well, no, we did the banana bread live. This is the second time we've done a spell live. Did we post the banana bread one? I don't know if you guys have ever heard the the time Alicia and I tried to do a cooking show. Oh, I I don't know. I thought we did post them, but maybe we didn't. I don't think we did. Oh, man. That content. That content, it took forever. It took a long time. Because you're like, all right, we're making the banana bread. We're stirring everything together. And then you got to just wait. Yeah. And tell secrets for mm-hmm. 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you eat it. And if they want to know more about the banana bread you make, sometimes, where sometimes. would they look at the photos of that? You would go to my Instagram, which is at Alicia period herder. And then if I wanted to know just what Tara was up to in general, where would I go? I would call her. I'd probably text yeah, her. I'd send her this emoji. Where are you at? Or you go to the f- fine friends. Yeah. Be like, where is she? Um, you would probably go to my Instagram. You can okay. go to 
her lovely face. That's my art Instagram. Or you can go to underscore little moss, which is for my selfies. I love it. And if you want to wish Marcel a happy birthday, you can go to his Instagram, which is at hi Marcel Perez. All one word. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you just want to follow the podcast and don't care about our personal lives, you can go to at which yes on podcast, on podcast, on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> we would like to thank our producer, Marcel Perez, our creative director, Mallory Porter, and Kevin McLeod for letting us use the music each week. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Does Kevin ever thank us? No. He doesn't thank us. Do you think Kevin ever thinks about us? Absolutely not. Like not like a like a like an idea of us. Maybe not who we actually are, like but the like people a, that took his music off the internet. Yeah, May, maybe. Does he ever think like maybe what it's used for? Is he probably just like no one actually takes it? Do you think he ever like finds people that have used his music and like he doesn't like the content, and so he asks them to take it down? Like he reports it on YouTube. So I'd really like to thank Garcia Fierro for their Apple podcast review. We're really hurting. I know I say this every fucking week. We really need reoccurring iTunes reviews. We're not with a network. We don't advertise anywhere because it's fucking expensive. And also, who reads emails anymore? I send emails to people all the time. Nobody be reading them. Okay, but I, I, I mean, we do read the emails you send to the witch, yes. Because I'm lonely. I love reading emails. I love getting mail. So it's really hard for people to find us. If you head over to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and write something. Um, You could write, I joined an online coven and now I'm in a cult. Please help. Please help. I love my coven. Oh my God. You could write, Glitter Star. (laughs) What the fuck is it? Oh, can you write that? I don't even know if you can use emojis. Hold on. I'm going to write a fucking review for our own podcast. Glitter Star. Little Sprout, Diamond, Cash with Wings, Diamond, Little Sprout, Glitter Star. You could write that as a review. They flag it. They're like, no, witchcraft. So Alicia said that we're on Instagram, at which yes. If you share an episode in your Instagram stories, tag us. We'll feature you in our stories and you'll make friends. Mm -hmm. If you don't like Instagram, that's okay. You can always contact us via email at witchyespodcast at gmail.com. So it happened. What happened? We reached our Patreon goal. Oh, shit, dude. Do you keep forgetting? I do. Because I have not slept. (laughs) Tara's really like the steamboat just chugging us along. I'm the fucking Titanic. (laughs) And you're that little steamboat that just has to get us into deep enough water so that I can sail on my own. So as of right now, Patreon witches are now getting two episodes (gasps) a month. Oh, my God. Goodness. Which means most months they're going to be getting weekly episodes. Oh my gosh. I know. So you have to be at the $5 level to get access to those episodes. We also added extra bennies for our $10 and above. So get excited. Yeah. We just released one last week about the Fox sisters, like a more in-depth look. And next week we're going to release one about Artemis, not my kitty cat, but the Mm -hmm. goddess. Mm -hmm. But I wish I were about my cat. We do talk a little bit about your cat. We do talk a little bit about her. She actually, she listened to the episode. Mm-hmm. She loves it. Really? She like came across the room the moment she heard you say her name. It was adorable. That's so cute. And then she just like hung out while Marcel and I listened to the episode. Just Aww. so she could like know where she came from. Oh. Yeah. All right. This has been. Which, yes. See you guys later. Probably next week. If you're on Patreon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.
Pesh is Mark Pesh 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 Pesh